Welcome to the Get Families Talking podcast with Hafsher, your host. Join us as we introduce various guests with exciting discussions to stimulate different generations of families into conversation. When we start, families listen. When the listening stops, that's when families get talking. Hello and salam alaikum listeners, it's Hafsha here on the Get Families Talking Show and thank you so much for joining me and especially as we are campaigning this week, we talk money week and this as you know from previous um, programs I've done as well, this is a national campaign to start getting people to talk about money, talk about pensions, talking about the future. And hopefully what we're trying to do over the next few programs, and as you know, we've got a program on every single day this week as part of our campaigning here for Talk Money. We're really hoping that some of our discussions will lead to some fantastic discussions taking place in the home. And it might be that something that we've discussed on the show will give you a clue as to what you ought to be talking about with your children and perhaps children talking about money and savings and spending as well with their families. And it can be quite a difficult topic to talk about. So we're hoping, as our Talk Money Week campaigners across the country, that by focusing on all of this this week, we'll hopefully make it easier for families to start having those discussions and hopefully, as I say on the programme, to really get families talking. So... Today I have as my guests on the show, I have Phil in the studio and I have Emily in the studio and both Phil and Emily are from Advanced Credit Union. So today, listeners, we will be learning all about credit unions and how advanced credit unions can help families out there with money, savings, budgeting, you name it. Hello, Phil. Hello. Hi. How are you today? I'm very good. Yeah, good, good. to see you. Welcome. And Emily, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Super. So you're obviously here to talk about money and credit union and in particular advanced credit union. Yes, that's right. Yes. That's super. So... Phil and Emily, it's a tradition on this show and it really doesn't matter who the guest is. I mean, it could well be the Queen one day. It doesn't matter (laughs) because some traditions cannot be broken, as you know. Okay. And one of those traditions, just like we have Christmas, every year we have Christmas Day on the 25th tradition. So we have to have, as is tradition, we have to start off, get families talking with a story. So it's a story for our little ones and for families to have a discussion with afterwards. So please do sit back and enjoy the story. So I've had a special request for this story today, which is why I'm reading it. And it's a story about Mr. Mac. Mr. Mac was a shiny new computer who sat next to old Amsty in the library. He was sleek and slim with a lovely big screen and a shiny wireless keyboard. His athletic frame and quick thinking made him popular with all the visitors to the library. Hour after hour, he was booked up with the young people, old people, mums and dads and children, all queuing up to book him for an hour's slot here and there. Mr Mac, please, he's so quick and so, so smart. Oh, I wish I could take him home, they would say. Oh, I don't mind waiting for a while, but I don't want to. But I do want to book Mr. Mac, please, not Mr. Amsty today. 
Sometimes Mr. Mac just wanted to chill out and daydream his day away, just like old Amsty did. More than that, he wanted time to just chat to Amsty. You see, Amsty told him the most wonderful stories about the countries he had visited, the sunsets he had seen, the lovely big hotels that sat on the shores of turquoise blue seas. Mr. Mac wanted to travel. He wanted to see the world, just like Amsty had. He was getting restless and bored sitting and working in the library day after day. He never got to find out how Amsty had managed to do all the travelling and sightseeing he boasted of. When did he manage to leave the library? How did he manage to pack his bag? And what about a passport? Mr Mac had lots of questions, but Amsty never answered them. He just smiled mysteriously. Don't worry, Mac, one day I'll tell you, when the time's right. But when? Again, Amsty just smiled. Mr Mac didn't have time to ask the questions anymore. His next customer was logging on. Mr Mac peered at him with a hard stare. The young man looked about 20 years old. Mr Mac started to guess at what he would do. Hmm, maybe a spreadsheet on Excel. Or maybe a CV. He was wrong. The young man opened up a search engine and typed in beach holidays around the world. Suddenly he went from one page to another looking at lovely beaches, turquoise seas and the most wonderful hotels. He looked at sunsets and compared beach after beach. Mr Mac was transformed to another world. He sat on beaches with his sunglasses and a suitcase full of sun hats and t-shirts. Mr Mac was on holiday. He smiled wide. He didn't need a passport for this. Now he understood how Amsty had travelled the world. And the moral is, there are many ways to see the world. And the internet is just one of them. Did you like that story? Yes. That was great. <laughs> I know. Do you know, it's one of my favourites, that is. Because it makes me really sort of think that, yes, there are so many ways of seeing the world. And that is so true, isn't it? The internet is just one of them. And so many times you get inspired by seeing pictures and visions and, you know, images. And you sort of think, yes, I'm going to go there. And clearly, that's where Advanced Credit Union can come in as well, can't it they? Can. Yes, it does indeed. Yeah. Now, obviously, we're coming up to an expensive time. And I'd like to think, you know, we only have one expensive time in a year. But that's not the way anymore, is it? Um, no. What we tend to find is that people have expensive times through the year now, don't they? Sure. Um, yeah, mm. and especially with it being Christmas time, you know, even if families aren't celebrating Christmas, there's still that expense of, you know, families will be on holiday, they'll be spending time with each other. And of course, you know, you're buying extra food, you're buying lots of lovely treats mm. to eat together as a family. Um, perhaps going out together as a family as well because you've got sure, holiday sure. time. Um, and then you've got <laughs> Christmas sales. There's yeah. plenty of things to be buying Absolutely. when the sales come along. Yeah, mm. and those Christmas sales yeah. seem to start sooner and sooner every they do. year, don't yeah, they? They last longer. So it's a lot of time um, that, you know, you'll be thinking, actually, I need to be budgeting a lot of time. It's going to be expensive time. Um, so I suppose really that's where savings really come into it because a lot of families will spend time 
and thinking about saving up for these events. Yes, right. We, it's a question we get asked quite a lot, you know, why do I need to save? Mm. And people think, well, I don't need to. I'll either just borrow if, if something comes along. Um, but uh, but actually, as you said, uh, there's, there's quite a number of things that happen during the year that most people will have a holiday, most people will have a Christmas season or other celebrations or weddings or other events. And then there's the surprises that come along too. Yes, um, unexplained. Unexpected and, things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, so having some savings there just means that you can smooth out the bumps and you can use your savings for um, for specific things or holidays or, or celebrations um, uh, or just as an emergency fund. Um, if you have a little pot of money there that can get you out of trouble if uh, washing machine breaks or something happens and then you can, uh, uh, you know, that uh, you get yourself covered. Mm. And absolutely, and especially now that we are coming up to that colder time of the year as well, mm-hmm. sure. you know, quite frequently, you know, it's going to be that boiler that's going to go, that's or right. the gas fire or something, yes, isn't yeah, it? And yeah, that's yeah. where you'll be thinking, actually, I wish I had got some savings put aside, yeah. and yeah. And that's uh, they, that can be a few thousand pounds, and um, if you uh, if you got that money put aside, then it means that there's no no worries about it, and also you can, you know, you've got some choices about how you're going to replace your boiler or washing machine or whatever it might be yeah. whereas uh, if you don't have the savings there you don't really have much choice you'll have to go with what could be a really quite expensive option um, mm. so it's having those choices I think makes a big difference yeah and mm. I think you're right there it's one of those expensive options could be you know the stores are very quick at trying to sell you a payment plan yeah, that's right you know, and it's the last things you really want to be looking at you know at least if you've mm. got your savings there that's something that you can dip into rather than signing up for a very expensive expensive payment plan yes that's right yes mm. yeah right so mm. how phil have you got because one of my things obviously with it being get families talking and obviously with this week as well we want to get families talking and saving as well so have you mm. got any clues mm. on how parents can encourage their children to save um yeah because that's a big thing isn't it because obviously we've realized that actually you know children aren't going to be learning everything that they need to at school because they're only there for a short limited time and it's what parents do at home that really matters yes i think the the, the children learn from the parents i think if the children see that parents are as we've just saying if they like christmas time is a really busy time for us at credit union um so we know lots of people saving specifically for that and if children see that parents are saving for a very specific item then i think that's a good habit that uh, children can learn there they can see there's an objective and they can see how much you need to save for that and then you can do some sums break it down how many weeks you'll be saving for or how many months um and it's often quite intimidating but a little a little bit to start is uh, the best place best place to be yeah i think you're right there because i think a lot mm. of parents are reluctant to have these discussions you know because you don't yeah. want to explain to your child really that that toy is going to cost me you know, I don't mm-hmm. know, fifty pounds or twenty pounds, wherever it is. Yes, yeah. um, but you know, we need to be having these conversations. Yeah. 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 Anyway, there's nothing wrong with teaching money management. So, like I said, education starts at home, and then we'll learn from their parents. So, if you put yeah. a little bit away every week, as they get older, they'll start to learn the value of things, as well as like responsibility. Yeah, that's a really great idea, isn't it? And I think you are right, Emily, then, because it's about having those discussions, isn't it? And it's about parents saying, I'm saving this money for, and it doesn't have to be Christmas, it can be, I'm saving this money for Eid, or I'm saving this money for um, a wedding that we're going to go to, or our holiday, 
or anything, but at least it includes the children from a very young age. Yes, yeah, no, absolutely. I think uh, when you're when you're a child, you just see what you want, and you that's <laughs> you just think, well, I want this, and then it's quite upsetting when you don't get it. Yeah. But actually, I think if you begin to understand quite early that uh, you don't always get everything you want, I think that's a valuable lesson in life too. Mm, quite right, mm. yeah. And what about children mm. saving themselves? Because that's always a bit of a hot topic, mm. isn't it? I mean, should parents be giving pocket money to their children? Should children be saving that pocket money? Should they be saving it? You know, and how can we encourage those good habits? Um, I, th- I, th- I think it's each individual family, really. Um, my daughter does get some pocket money, and uh, she's quite sensible, so she will um, try and put a little bit in a in a money box or put it in a credit union account. Um, but also. It's just thinking quite carefully about what it is that she wants to spend her money on. Yeah. Um, and a money box um, is a lovely idea, isn't it? It, it can be, yes, yeah. I think um, my, my best idea I've seen on a money box is a transparent one, so you can see what's actually in it. Because mm. um, well, then you have a metal one or a sort of a plastic yeah. one, you've no idea. You put money in it, but you've no idea how much is there. And that's not always good money management. If you've got a transparent one, you can yeah. see <clears throat> you can see how much money is actually in it, yeah. and you can watch it tot up. Yeah. You also yeah. get that like, instant gratification if, when you see it tot up. Oh, it, yes. it might be put in the money box so you can't spend it, but at least you, yeah. you know there's, it's there. In a yes, sense. yeah. Mm. And you see, I mean, going back to what you were saying there earlier as well, Emily, we could talk about money management yeah. at home. So what a great idea that families could actually take out that money on a weekly, monthly yeah. basis, count up as well how much money is in that money box, and then families could have a savings chart. Mm. You know, that would be sure. lovely, wouldn't it? Yeah. Putting up a savings chart, perhaps for each child, in the kitchen and then you know they can sort of tot up yeah. how much they've got and what their goal is you yes. have a bit of sibling rivalry as well wouldn't you oh yes <laughs> yes <laughs> so you can save the most yes mm. and of course families always have that don't they yeah. because they're always going to have children in the family who are savers and some children who are the spenders, spenders. yeah <laughs> that's a lovely idea that is yes and I think you are right. I think, you know, it's really, really difficult, especially in this age of Instagram. And it's almost that instant gratification that mm-hmm. children yes. have, you know. I want this because I've seen it on Instagram. And it's that social media which seems to be driving a lot of this, you know. I need to have an outfit that is exactly like this. I need to go and have a photo done in this place or need to have this. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest challenges, really, that our families... Yeah. Certainly, parents. I don't, I don't think it's just the children; that's the adults as well. I yeah. think we've all got used to the idea that we can get things instantly and very quickly. We have an idea, and we can just go and acquire it. Uh, but actually, there is a real benefit in just stopping and thinking. Think, well, do I really want that? Is there something better I could? And sometimes you're better off spending a little bit more money on something, getting better value, and uh, than getting something quickly and uh, may not last. Shoes, yeah. great example, yeah, <laughs> and how absolutely. you spend your money. Yeah, mm. doing the research search as well so rather than sort of seeing something straight away and thinking right that's it that's the one i need to get you know do the research on it go on the internet do your comparison sites yeah, mm. Mm. I'm, I'm notorious for that. I'll spend a long time <laughs> not buying anything at all until I'm absolutely determined I know exactly what it is and how yeah. much and I have I got the best deal. Absolutely. <laughs> so every time we go to the sale, my my other half will always say to me, um, "Do you really need it? Because it's not really something that you desperately need mm. unless you need mm. it." Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And 
What do you think as well? Because that goes always hand in hand, doesn't it, with savings? Yes, absolutely. Um, and yeah. it is very difficult now for families to budget, <clears throat> especially with, you know, um, lots of families being in universal credits and the welfare states mm, and sure. things like this. Yeah. But budgeting is something that every family could be doing. Um, and why is budgeting so important? Um, I think it's one thing that people like to keep their head in the sand about. They don't really want to face it. And they think, well, I'll just get by. But actually just making a list of how much money you've got coming in and then next to that, how much money you've got going out just gives you a good idea of whether you're living within your means, if you've got any spare money or whether you're spending more than you are actually got coming in as an income. And I think it affects everybody regardless of, of income. You need to know how much is coming in and how much is going out and then think quite carefully about uh, the money that's that's going out um, one idea is to have a spending diary so you can write down every every single little item that you spend and that's very difficult to do so normally you only do that for say a week um, and it's quite surprising sometimes how quickly the little things suddenly uh, mount up and become quite expensive um, oh yeah mm. I mean I remember actually a long time ago I did um, uh, we, we have a program that we deliver in schools for families um, and it is actually a financial inclusion program and we actually introduced a spending diary for this particular group. Mm. And I very, you know, distinctly remember this mum saying, oh, it's only the money that I actually spend on my car that I need to record here, is it? Or is it the money that I just spend physical cash? Mm. And I said, no, it's everything. Sure, it's the yes. money that you spend in cash and it's also the money that you spend on your card. And it's so mm. true because you suddenly <coughs> don't see that money leaving your card physically. You sort mm. of think, well, actually, maybe I don't need to count that. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. I think so with, uh, is a great idea. Yeah, I think we've moved away from cash more and more onto sort of virtual money, digital mm. money. And it's the research they've done, they find that people spend more when you're not handing over physical money. Um, but there's other ways to keep track of it. Most um, bank apps now will have internet banking so you can see exactly how much you spend. On my, I've used a, a credit card called Tandem and my watch buzzes when I spend money on it, um, which is useful for fraud, but also it just reminds you <laughs> you've just spent some money. Oh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's almost like a telling off, that is, isn't it? it is, sometimes it can be, yes. Yeah. It's like an electric shock that somebody goes through. <laughs> <laughs> when you spend over a certain amount, it's going to give you that yeah, shock. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm sure someone will come up with that app sooner or later. <laughs> no, that's quite scary thought, that is, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, Listeners, um, please do join in with the conversation. It's Hafsha here on the Get Families Talking Show. And we are talking money. We are talking pensions. We are talking budgeting. We are talking savings. And we are talking credit unions. And it, it is not a live show today, I'm afraid. I have snuck in and pre-recorded it with my guests. But like I always say, that doesn't mean to say that you can't join in with the conversation. Please do. You can ring into the studio, leave me your thoughts. I will pick them up. Leave me a number. I'll make sure I call you back. Leave a message here with the studio staff. And the number to dial is 0121-772-8892. So I have got... Phil and I've got Emily in the studio today from Advanced Credit Union talking to us about budgeting, savings and credit unions and do join me again after the break and we're going to have another conversation about what is a credit union and how families can actually access some of the great services that they offer there. 
first part of the show, we're going to be talking about savings and budgeting. So if you've got any great ideas as well on how you encourage your children to save, how do you put in good money management, good budgeting skills at home? Have you got any ideas there that you would like to share that would work for you and a work it could work for other families as well? Please do get in touch. Phil, you've come up with some really great ideas there about a spending diary. Mm, yes. Yeah, sure. I love that idea. And, I, you know, I'm just sort of thinking to myself, maybe that's something that a family could do together. Mm, sure. It could be, yeah, rather than just the children mm. and the adults doing their separately. Yes. Maybe they ought to be doing this as well. One, one idea that um, Barclays have done a little programme on this and um, they have a colouring in budget. So you have a square for each of the different things that you spend money on, so your groceries, um, your gas and electric, and then you colour in how much you, you spend in each of those areas. So then it's quite easy to see in a visual way how much you're spending mm-hmm. in different different areas. And uh, and then that's uh, it's usually quite a shock. And then you think, well, OK, I'm spending this much. Is the things I can do to reduce my spending, so I'm spending less on certain things. Um, and sometimes that can be shopping around for uh, for a better or cheaper gas or electric or mobile phones or um, um, <clears throat> shopping in a different supermarket or buying different different food. There's a number of different things you mm-hmm. can try out just to change how, how you spend. Uh, and that's the thing that families, I think, can, can join in with. Yeah. And for young people as well, because a lot of young people, especially, you know, if you're at college or university... Um, there's that culture, isn't there, almost, of um, grabbing lunch, grabbing lunch from outside. Yes, yes. And it's that spend, you know, it can be a coffee, it can be a lunch in one of those, uh, I won't mention it, but a sandwich bar. <laughs> and suddenly, yeah, over over a, a matter of a week, you know, you can suddenly find that actually I've spent an awful lot of money buying lunch. Yes. And all it was was a sandwich. Yes, yes, but that's two to three pounds at least, um, whereas two slices of bread and some filling is less than a pound. Yeah. Yeah. So it can be much better value just to make a, a pack lunch and uh, and healthier as well. And it can that's be healthier point, as well, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think you know <clears throat> we're not being spoiled sports, are we? We're not saying you have to do this every day. But, you know, mm. perhaps what you then start doing is having the conversation and saying, OK, <clears throat> rather than spending this much money on lunch every single day, mm. what I could do is in the week, I have Fridays as my eating out meal. Yeah. Mm. Friday mm. could be the day when I go out and have lunch. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just going back, to, that's all about the budgeting we said before. Obviously, if you go down from five days a week to, like I said, Friday, it's all just, it all becomes part of your budget. So you can budget yeah. for the Friday. Yeah. Mm. So you can just be prepared. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that money that mm. people are saving could go into yeah. that lovely money box that you suggested <laughs> exactly. there, the transparent money exactly. box. Yeah. I think there's there's nothing wrong with the treat. And no, I think quite you, right. yeah. you do you do value the treats more if it's not every day. Yeah. I think you're I think quite saving right. some things for at the end of the week or a particular day mm. can be a good discipline. Yeah. And this is something that we find, isn't it? Because a lot of young people, they go off to university and college, but they, and suddenly, you know, they do get this huge sum of money, mm. uh, which, you know, quite conveniently, a lot of people can sort of put at the back of their heads and sort of forget about having to pay it back. But it's how do you manage your money when you're there? Now, yeah, we have an expert on this because Emily's just <laughs> yes. finished university. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I've just graduated. I was one of them. Mm. Congratulations. But, um, oh, thank you. <laughs> but it is difficult. So you you get three instalments so you do get like I said just that one load and it's quite hard to manage it so one thing for me was we said the spending diary I the first 
three months at uni, it's just, you're not really prepared. Obviously, I was 100 miles from home, so oh. that was quite difficult. A lot of it went on travel as well, like travelling even just to and from your lectures. It was also yeah. travelling to and from to visit home again. Of course. So, in a way, I had to be prepared and budget to make sure I could afford everything. And obviously, when you don't have mum and dad to rely on or family or you don't really have the same friends anymore, you, you have no choice but to be prepared if... If anything does happen, like your phone breaks or you need a, a, a new textbook, you need that little pot there to ensure that you can buy everything you need. So. Gosh, so it's a real hard <laughs> lesson, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And Emily, I have to ask you, do you, did you stay in halls or did you actually move out of halls? So uh, I was there for four years. So for the first two years, I stayed in university accommodation. Then mm. the last two, I moved into a house. Right. So, but... University halls are expensive in themselves, but I wouldn't say they're they're good value for money. So mine was quite expensive, and you still had to like um, you still had to pay separately for like your printing or like your washing. You had to, like, there was lots of add-ons. Yeah. But soon, when I moved out into a different house, um, the price for every month that that was it. Yeah. So it was, it was a lot easier to plan when I had moved yeah. out. So a lot you, easier to budget as well. Yeah, I knew what I was mm. going out of my bank every month for housing, so it was a bit mm. easier. Yeah. And a bit of a personal question here. That's fine. <laughs> did you actually, because you've talked about budgeting, Yeah. but did you actually manage to save some money as well whilst you were in uni? Yeah, I was quite lucky that my mum and dad were quite supportive as well. Yeah. And my mum and dad have come from, like, their jobs are, like, in finance. So, like we said about having just having the conversation at home, mm. me, and, me and my sisters have grew up knowing that, like talking about money isn't a bad thing or yeah. talking about saving isn't a bad thing and obviously my dad was always there if we needed like support if we had a question mm-hmm. so I, yeah it, it was, I've grown up knowing that I do need to save for things yeah. and also had quite like that viewpoint that if I want something new I'd have to buy it whether it's from yes. like like we said pocket money in essence mm-hmm. it is my mum and dad's money yeah. but that they've given it me to help me so yes. it has to come out of that I couldn't go to them and ask for more in a way yeah so you can't spend what you've already got on something that you know isn't yeah. actually a necessity yeah exactly you, yeah 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 brilliant and even the pocket money they did give me at uni was um because my student loan didn't actually cover my rent mm. so yeah. it didn't really yeah. work out <laughs> yeah it's a difficult one isn't it yeah. it really is thank you for that yes so really i want to talk to you more now phil about what is a credit union and in particular, what is Advanced Credit Union? Is that any different? Um, yeah, uh, the credit unions are all over the world. And at some places they're called a cooperative in the UK and Australia and America and Caribbean. They tend to be called a credit union. Um, and it's, it's, it is a cooperative. Um, and the idea is that people save together and people borrow from that, from that pot. And uh, it's, it's a community really mm. um, and sometimes that's based around the company that you work for or it could be around the community that you live in um, uh, and in the UK we have some very large credit unions the police credit union and fire service mm. and NHS um, but our particular credit union, advanced credit union is community so we um, have got what we call a common bond so anybody who lives within a B postcode so Birmingham, Solihull, um Tamworth, Redditch, um, then they can join our credit union. 
and they be- become a member and an owner of our credit union. So we all save and we all own a little bit of the credit union, um, and then that allows us to save regularly. <clears throat> And if we need to borrow, then we can borrow from that pot. So so for us, we've got about 5,000 people who have joined us. Um, and we've been going for about 30 years now. Mm-hmm. So it's quite a, quite a long history. Um, and it's still growing. Fantastic. Mm. So a couple of questions on that. Mm. Um, you mentioned... Um, They've got to have a B postcode. So am I right in saying at the moment, Advanced Credit Union are not national? Are you local? There's, yeah. So we're, yeah. So we cover Birmingham, um, the B postcode region. So anybody who lives or works within that area, they can can join us. Um, and uh, there's credit unions across the country. Um, there's a website called um, Find My Credit Union. And that will tell you where your credit union is. So if you live in Leeds, there's Leeds Credit Union, Manchester, there's mm. a number of credit unions there um, from Glasgow, Edinburgh, all the cities and uh, across the region here in Wolverhampton, Lichfield, right. um, Dudley. Um, okay. Mm. So the eligibility for the other credit unions, mm. will it be similar to what you've just described yes, there. So yes, yours is yes. for people who live in Birmingham <clears throat> and then presumably people, the police credit union, that will be if you're a member of the police. Yes, services. that's right. Yes, yeah. Okay, yeah. great. So th- that website again, if people wanted to find out more um, about credit unions, was Find My... Find My Credit Union. Okay. So there might be another one local to them that they might be able to that's sign right. up to. Yeah. So... Mm. You've told us who can join. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, how do they, how do people join? We, nowadays, most of it's uh, on the internet. Um, so our website is um, advancecu.org.uk, which is A D V A N C E C U. .org.uk um, and there's a button there that says join you can click the button and you fill your details in and then we'll contact you and uh, and set up your account and you're, you're in uh, we do need to see um, as my ID and proof of address and uh, uh, once we've gone through that then we can get somebody saving regularly and well, the general advice we have around savings is, is a little and often, um, it's better to save a little bit uh, weekly or monthly um, and then just keep that regular savings going and it soon tots up to a big more, more than you might imagine yeah um, absolutely yeah mm. so have what about children can they join they can yes uh-huh. yeah we do sometimes have um, uh, babies being brought along and they'll open their credit union account before they've Lovely. hit a week old <laughs> <laughs> You can never yeah. start saving too soon. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's expensive having a baby and they know that, that's why. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. So you mentioned um, you can do this online as well. Yes, yes, So this absolutely. is getting in touch with old Amsty. That's right, yeah. that's yeah. right. Yes. Finding an old Amsty and uh, yeah, Googling that and it's advanced. Dot advanced, advanced CU. Advanced CU. <clears throat> advanced CU. Dot org. Org. Okay. Yeah. Mm, okay. Um and what about 
proof and things like that do parents and families need to bring in some proof of id and things yeah that's right we've still got some regulations we need to comply with so we need to make sure we know who, who we're dealing with um so that can be a passport a driving license um or a letter that tells you entitled some benefits um and uh and proof of address as well so if you've got a council tax bill or a utility bill that can just uh, just uh, give us the right information we need to, to be sure we know who you are. Okay. Um, and that's for people's protection. We don't want somebody accessing the wrong person's account. We need to make sure we've got the right account details on people's um, accounts. Okay. Mm-hmm. And presumably you've got online banking as we well. We do. Uh-huh. We do. Okay. Yes. Tell us more yes. about that. Then. Yeah, we really encourage people to use internet banking because um, it means that you can log in 24 hours a day and um, you can see how much money you've got in your account. Um, if you need to do a share withdrawal, then you can put your withdrawal in. Um, uh, if you need to apply for a loan, you can do a loan through there as well. Um, and also people need to if want to ask us questions. It's a good secure way to ask questions and we'll reply um, on that too. So it helps people keep control of their money. Yeah. <coughs> and obviously with it being internet banking as well, you've got access to it 24-7 really. 24-7, yeah. Most yeah. people use their mobile phone um, and, uh, and it's designed to be mobile friendly. Mm. <clears throat> and I love the idea of children being able to save there as well. Yeah. Yes. Do you um, tend to see lots of children coming in with their, you know, money boxes? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't... We don't it tends to be the parents putting some money aside for the children mm. um, rather than the children themselves. Um. Great. Mm. Now, the other thing I also noticed was that you've got a Christmas club. We do, yes. Right. Yes. Now, I think this is a great idea because mm. I always think we should have um, an Eden and Ramadan yes, savings club. sure. That would be yep. a brilliant yes, idea. Yes. Yeah, we can do that. Yes, please. If you could take that away, I think that'd be a great idea. Yes. So tell mm. me more about this Christmas club. How does it work for you? How do families out there, if they're sort of thinking, actually, I want to do a bit of saving, it doesn't have to be for Christmas, it could be for another purpose yes, yes how do we get involved in this um they, they just ask us and we we put some little rules around our christmas club obviously as we said 25th of december it's every year we know it's going to be christmas day we know there'll be some presents exchanged and some meetings and celebrations and family things going on and some sales yes. so we know it can be <laughs> expensive so it does make some sense just to put a little bit of money aside each week or each month throughout the year so that when you get do get to December time it's not uh, too painful so so the little rule we have around our Christmas club is that um, uh, people save in Christmas club and then we won't let them take their money out of their Christmas club mm-hmm. until the 1st of November so uh, so this year we had £90,000 of savings in our Christmas club so 1st of November people start taking their savings out and go buy their Christmas presents and other things Brilliant. so and again she said we can easily do that for other celebrations and I think having that discipline of um, uh, not being able to take the money out until a particular date I think 
can be quite important. Um, sometimes people will say to us, just to put a note on the file, don't let me touch this money until... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I, they know themselves, they know, they will phone up and they will say, I need this money. And we'll say, well, you said no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it's your money, but you're not having you're it. You're not having it. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Obviously, yeah. we have to be realistic and sometimes emergencies happen. But, yeah. you know, as a discipline, it's good to be able to put it aside knowing that it's got... Um, particular purpose mm. Mm. and is there a minimum amount and a maximum amount that people could save for this you know for, for what you've got is a Christmas club there yeah for other clubs yes yeah um the, the little rule again we have on on loans when people have a loan with us we say three pounds a week go into your savings so you're always saving even if you're repaying a loan so and i think that's quite a good starting point it's not very much money really for most people um, so sorry but, phil that's for a standard so, credit union savings plan Yes, yeah, yeah. I think one pound is too little, but three pounds is just about just a good starting point. But so we that's do find three pounds three a week. Pounds a week okay. Yeah. So if you do the sums, it works out yeah. about one hundred fifty pounds through the year mm-hmm. um, over twelve months. Um, uh, some people do more, some people do less. I think one one danger danger I've, I've seen is that people start with great plans and it's hundreds of pounds, and then within a couple of days they're taking the hundreds of pounds back out again, and then a few months later. So you think this isn't really working. So I always say best to start small. Start mm-hmm. small so you don't really miss it. And uh, and then it soon soon starts to build up. Um, and if you don't have a, a purpose for saving now, then just for a rainy day. And sure enough, uh, uh, a purpose will come along, whether it's a, a big birthday or uh, some other event that might come along. There's always a reason for it, isn't there? There is. Yeah, yes. and I think, you know, families caps, that's a lovely conversation to have, isn't it? As a family to be able to sit down and say, actually, we're saving this money for, you know, yes. it could be an event in the future. It could be that, you know, they're going to go and do Umrah together as a family. You sure. know, and for a family to be putting money aside every week, every month for a common purpose. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's a lovely idea. And one nice thing about credit union is because it's separate from your usual bank account, then it's just that little bit away and it's less easy to access. Mm-hmm. It would make it easy when, when you need to, but um, it's, it's not just in sitting in your current account or in a bank savings account, yeah. just that little bit separate. Right. So mm-hmm. people could still have their own bank account. Yes, and absolutely. And then on the side they can mm-hmm. have a credit union bank yes, account yes, going yes, as well. Yes, that's right. And yeah. perhaps what they could do is actually think to themselves, well, that's actually my savings plan there. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Lovely. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, I know you've mentioned, yes, money is safe. Yes. Because that's going to be the big is. question. People are thinking, you know, we've mm. had a few organisations in the past few mm. years going bust and money being lost, especially with um, Christmas money and things. Yes, sure. But is money safe? It is, yes, yeah. In the UK, we've got the um, the FSCS, uh, Financial Services Compensation Scheme. So we subscribe to that. So uh, uh, the, the limit in the FSCS is £85,000. So any money up to that value is safe. I mean, for us as a credit union, because we're relatively small, we have savings up to about 18000 um and uh, so that's well within the limit and what happens there if we should ever um go bust or go out of business then you'd get your savings back out within a week mm-hmm. under the fscs scheme so that applies to banks and it applies to credit unions as well okay mm. 
listeners, if you've just joined um, into the conversation, then we have got Phil and Emily on the show today and we are talking money. We are talking money week, all week long. Um, so today we are joined by uh, Emily and Phil who were from Advanced Credit Union and they are talking to us about how their credit union and other credit unions across the country work. So some very interesting conversations going on. And as I mentioned earlier, please, you can join into the conversation. Not a live show, but that doesn't mean to say you can't join in. You can certainly tune in. You can leave us a question here. Ring into the studio. Tell me your question. And we will make sure if I don't know the answer to it, then we will certainly ask Phil and Emily and I will make sure we get an answer back for you. So, um, Phil, you suggested that if uh, listeners want to uh, sign up for a programme here, Mm -hmm. it's going on and doing an online form and then having some evidence. Yes, that's right. Yes, yes. So we we like to get people to join online if they Mm -hmm. can. I think because most people have a mobile phone, then they can use that 24 hours a day to access Mm -hmm. their internet uh, banking. So they can always keep in touch with the money that they have with us. Um, As we said, we like to see some, some... some ID um, as well. So we've got an office in Erdington. We're at uh, 200 Sutton New Road, um, which is at the, the Sutton Coalfield end of, of Erdington High Street. Yeah. And um, uh, so we've got a, a service counter there. So we've got a few people come through come to, to see okay. us there. Um, right. And if people live yeah. a distance from Erdington, can they still access their money with a debit card or you know pushing it into a cash machine yeah the usual way we, we work is um if somebody wants to take the money out then if they let us know we'll just transfer it into their own bank account so mm-hmm. we do that on the same day um as as much as we can um and again just for for security we try and make sure that we can only transfer money to a, a bank account in their own name um just for prevent fraud right. Um, and it makes people have good control over their over their money. We do also have a debit card facility, um, which because we we have we have to outsource that to another company, so they do charge two pounds a month for that. But it does give you a full sort code, account uh, account number, and a, a contactless Visa debit card. Right. Okay. It's mm. really interesting. Mm. Now you mentioned there some costs. Um, but that was for that part of the yes. service. But are there any other hidden costs? Are there any other joining fees? You know, mm-hmm. it sounds like it's a bit of a little niche club that you've got there with yes, about yeah. 5,000 members. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, we do talk about members because um, it is a cooperative. And once somebody starts saving, they become an owner of oh, the credit union. That's, yes. that's how they're structured. So we charge a two two pounds a year fee um, and uh, we've looked at not charging a fee but actually I think just being part of something for a small £2 a year is not a bad uh, a bad thing really um, and with um, any savings with us we pay 1% as a dividend on savings as well with that so for most okay. people they'll be getting that £2 back um, through interest Okay, mm. that sounds really good that does 
And um, is there a charge for withdrawing savings, uh, withdrawing mm. money from the um, Christmas club that you've mentioned yes, there as well? Yes, yeah. Yeah, we, we do charge a £1 fee if somebody wants, wants a, a share withdrawal on the same day. And again, we've done that just to try and make people stop and think, mm. um, <laughs> this and is this the is money your, I'm saving. Yeah, because I think this is your philosophy coming in, isn't yes. it, Phil? Because mm. listeners, you may have heard Phil mention earlier in the show that when it comes to buying something, he thinks first and then thinks that he walks away, goes back to it and then has another look and then thinks, actually, do I really need that? And I think that's what you've got. That's right. Yes, it's a little nudge. (laughs) It's a little nudge. Do I really want to take my money out? Yeah. Uh, So if somebody gives us seven days' notice, then we'll say, "Oh, yeah, that's fine." At least you've thought about it before you take your shares out. Um, But on same day, we do charge a one pound fee. There's a little nudge to make you stop and think. Yeah. Um, Do I really need to take that money out now? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But for Christmas Club, we know everyone's going to be taking their money out on particular days, so there's no charge on that one which is okay. uh, the money's available mm. all right lovely yeah. now you mentioned it's a members club yes so yeah. presumably as a membership you have to have meetings as well with all your members we do we have a, an annual general meeting um, normally about march time and we uh, have the big screen up and we'll talk people through how the year's gone and uh, with how much money we've made through the year and what our other successes have been and uh, what the plans are for the next year so we try and encourage everyone to get involved in that um, and year, as the years have gone on they've got bigger and bigger more and people more and more people want to come along um, so that's being good to uh, get people engaged in, in being part of something yeah. and we find that most people join credit union because their friend told them about it so it's very much um, uh, one friend tells another friend and then it uh, it goes on yeah and it sounds like it's, it's you know it sounds like a little club doesn't it that people mm. don't know about yes i mean yes. emily i know you're fairly new to the organization <laughs> yeah. aren't you yeah yeah but did you know about credit unions before you joined and were you a member of one I wasn't actually a member, but obviously throughout uni we had touched on them, mm-hmm. so I'd heard about them, but it's, after being there, it's a completely different experience. I feel like you have to try it to yeah. know what they're all about. Yeah, so. yeah. And I have to admit, I mean, listening to you, I'm trying to think <laughs> of the negatives of joining one. Um, I don't think there are many really I think because we sort of designed it and structured it so that it um, encourages you to be a bit disciplined about your money I think that can can only ever be a good thing Mm -hmm. Um, and I think for for all of us regardless of what our income is we always need to be putting a little bit aside and I think credit can be a good way to be able to do that um, we also help a lot of people on quite low incomes be able to manage their money well and um, we try to be as accommodating as we can because we appreciate some people have difficult circumstances at times so we try and uh, try and be helpful there where we can you do find sometimes when you're at the cashier in the in the bank they are very restricted in what they can do and so the computer says no they're not able to help you um, so we try to be a bit more be a bit more helpful there mm. Mm. and please tell us what are you doing for talk money week <laughs> 
You've got activities we, lined up. We, we do. We, there's a few events going on at um, Newtown Shopping Centre on Monday and also on Tuesday in the Falcon Lodge Community Centre and I'm trying to think where the next one is. It's in King Standing, I think, isn't it? Um, I'm looking at Emily, who's not sure either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if We're just going to look it up and we'll let you know. There's information um, on the website. So, yes, yeah, we'll put that up on the website. The yeah. yeah. And, so just uh, remind our listeners the website address. There. It's advanced cu.org.uk Okay, mm. and hopefully at those events, I'm presuming rather that when listeners come along you'll be able to give them information um, perhaps a little bit more guidance right. on it and some joining forms as well. Yes, absolutely, yes. Yeah, We'll be there with some of our pens yeah. and have sure I have brought some of my pens with me for you That's super because I always travel with pens <laughs> oh thank <laughs> you you always so like one much. of my pens thank you always need a pen thank you Phil <laughs> I will share it with listeners don't yes. worry okay good um, yeah so so we'll be there with some leaflets and be able to great. talk through a few more issues around money mm. great Phil just before yes. the break um, you and I were chatting as well and we spoke about another way of saving as well that some families could use out there and that was about child benefit now how yes. how does that work you know yeah. how, how can that work we, in practice yeah we um have some people pay, have their benefits paid to us including their child benefit so it means that uh, child benefit comes into into us and then we put that into your credit union account and then people can use that to as we talked earlier put into christmas club um or it's into savings scheme <clears throat> and uh, it just helps people have a bit of bit of control over the money um, that's that's coming in and uh, they can then choose how they then use that some people use that and then they have a loan as well to give them a bit of financial flexibility um and uh but it's uh, it, it, it can help people just have a bit of uh, financial control yeah and it's a really good option that is isn't it i mean just that idea of you know the child benefits coming in so i'm not going to spend it i'm going to save it yes and this is going yes. to the savings account which is separate yes. from my other savings account yes absolutely yeah it's not it's about 20 pounds per week per first child and about 13 pounds i think for the second um and uh, it's not a tremendous tremendously big sum of money but it can just be enough just to be able to put some money aside yeah <coughs> brilliant idea mm. thank you for that phil great ideas there thank you so mm. much for joining us both of you you're welcome really, thanks for really inviting really me interesting. Yeah. i mean i have to admit i've learned loads actually about it um, and it's not something that I've looked at before, credit unions. But I think, you know, for a lot of listeners out there, they'll be thinking, actually, let's have a closer look at this. Yeah. Yes, great. And great. I love the idea of doing an Eid saving club. Of course. Or a Ramadan yes. saving club. Yes. What a great idea that is. <laughs> I think certainly today you've given us lots and lots to think about and certainly lots for our families to get involved in a conversation about as well. And perhaps that's something that, you know, families can do on a rainy day, especially when, you know, you sort of think, actually, what can I do? You know, the kids need to go out. It's raining. I don't really want to go out. But maybe, you know, we could use this week to make a money box. You know, families could be doing that. Children could be doing that. You know, just something maybe out of cardboard, perhaps decorating it in fancy, you know, materials. A little bit of sticky glue and you know you've got a lovely money box there and that could be something to get that savings habit going with yes. children yes mm. absolutely that's a great yeah. start 
It is indeed. Because mm. I remember some time ago, banks used to give out money boxes. They don't seem to do that so much now. No, yes, quite. Yeah, we'll yeah. be working on our own money box. That's uh, <laughs> be our next thing. <laughs> that would be great. And I hear you're going to be hopefully moving somewhere else as well, opening up another credit We're union. hoping to. Oh, yeah, we haven't got any locations yet, but uh, we've okay. we've had our, our branch in Erdington for quite some years now and we'd really like to have another location. Mm. Um, as much as we do internet, we pe- people still like to see us and we still like to see people. Of course, so, mm. yeah. So listeners, I hope that's giving you something to think about. I know there are lots and lots of banks and building societies and lots of internet, online banking as well that families can get involved in. But I think this has given us an alternative today as well. So something else there in the mix, hopefully for you to consider, hopefully for you to have a conversation with with your family and perhaps have another look at as well. I hope you've enjoyed the show today. Uh, Please do have some thoughts on it. If you've got any thoughts, let me know. Um, If you like the stories, well, I've got another story actually that I'm working on. So hopefully in the next couple of days, we will have a new story for you as well about Amsty. So do join me again for the next show of Get Families Talking with Hofsha. Thank you for listening to the Get Families Talking podcast. Please make sure you do subscribe to our podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. We value your opinions, so please feel free to contact us with your feedback or any other inquiries. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Get Families Talking podcast.